Hey, hey, teacher friend, welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. Today, I'm going to be tackling one of the biggest questions that I get when it comes to starting a homeschooling business. Does it have to be in my home? Well, today, I'm going to be sharing the good news that if you are concerned about this business being in your home, you no longer have to have those fears because I'm going to be sharing all of the alternatives, the pros and cons to each space and place that you may choose. I also want to say never despise small beginnings, friend. Never despise small beginnings. Before I get into the nitty gritty, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this podcast Thank you so much for sharing this podcast with someone else. I am so, so grateful. You never know. You never know who may be considering this alternative to teaching. And you may never know how much of an impact it can make on someone. So thank you so much for keeping this show going and spreading the joy and the light to other teachers. In addition, if you have left a review, you really will never know how much it means to me. I read each and every one of the podcast reviews, and I will let you know that I am not able to see for each review who has specifically left that review. So if you would not mind, if you left a review and you are still listening, please send me a message because I would like to send something to you to show my appreciation. If you have not left a review, I would so appreciate it if you would, and then send me a message on Facebook or Instagram, and I would like to send you something personal as a token of appreciation. And one last reminder before we get started, and that is to hit subscribe. It's up in the right corner of this podcast. There's a little check mark. It does not say subscribe. It's just a little check mark. And if you hit that check mark, it will say you are subscribed. And then guess what? Each Tuesday and Friday, when a new podcast episode comes out, you will be alerted. There's no ding or anything like that on your phone. It will just alert you by showing a little picture in your podcast episodes, or maybe the settings will pop up on your phone, but it's really, really neat. And in addition, if I am going to be putting out a bonus episode other than Tuesday and Friday, you will be sure to see that notification. Okay, let's get started. We're going to brainstorm some ideas together. I love brainstorming. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. 
So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Dun, dun, dun. Does a homeschooling business have to be in my home? And I'm going to give a big no way, Jose. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you alternatives. You have a lot of options and I will be giving some pros and cons of each space or place that you decide to choose. What I love about this type of business is that it is very customizable to your desires as a teacher. The population of homeschooling families is increasing by 20 to 30%, which makes this a very viable market, friends. A very viable market. Homeschooling is not a fad, it's not a trend, it's been here for a long time, it affects a large part of society, and it's just going to keep growing. Parents are looking for alternatives, and as we create more alternatives to help solve problems for families and for children, as we create these solutions, we're offering unique ways to teach, tutor, or consult whatever niche you want to specialize in, this is the type of business to use your teaching talent and affect an insane amount of children and their parents. And I say this because I want to reiterate that when you make a change and offer a service like this, you are not only affecting this child or this set of parents, you are affecting a generational line of people. You are impacting generations. I just have to put that out there because this is big. You are creating an incredible solution. I cannot say it enough. I cannot say it any louder. Seriously. I was told my first year, do not despise small beginnings, Mackenzie. And that actually comes from Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10. Do not despise small beginnings. You have no idea what an impact this is making on people. In addition, just like the mustard seed, right? It starts out small and it grows to be so big. It's very impactful. This work, however, is not done in vain. It takes effort. It's like a seed being planted and you water it and it grows. And wherever you plant your seed, remember that you can always have room to grow in other areas. So you do not have to feel as if you have to start off super big. This can be a lucrative income for you, for your family, without feeling like you have to have all of the bells and whistles to start off with. There's always gonna be room to grow because the number of parents who are deciding to homeschool is increasing, and many of them feel very uncomfortable teaching certain subjects, art, algebra, French, teaching their children how to read. Some parents are going through transitions. They're not able to give their child the direct instruction. Parents are going through many transitions. Some parents are beginning to work from home for the first time. You've got busy families. You've got families who want their children to have more exposure 
and less anxiety. These parents are valuing a high academic success for their child. They want their children to have this in-person inspiration, have their child more engaged. And let me just tell you that parents want this, but they don't know where to find it. They do not know where to find it. We are their answer. Okay, I'm just so passionate about setting teachers free. I could go on and on about it, but I know that I got to just pull back for a second. Okay. Let's talk about location in your home. Yes. My business has started in my home. It does not have to start here. I have a living room and a sitting room, like a den. Let's just call it a den. Okay. And so both rooms are utilized and it doesn't have anchor charts hanging everywhere. There are some definite academic focus walls. It's nothing too overwhelming. And as a matter of fact, when you first walk into my house and you see the first living room, it's very minimal. The reason why I've chosen for it to be like this is because of the type of teaching that I am able to give. That's for another episode, but you can do this in a room in your house. I have eight children, so I actually use two rooms because it's also multi-age. You can do it somewhere on your property, such as a mother-in-law suite, if you have one, in your garage. Many people are turning their garages into like a little school. And if you have like a covered screened-in porch or a lanai, some area that's a little bit offset, that's a perfect way to start too. I love doing it in my home because there's very low overhead. Of course, no matter where you choose, you're going to be able to have many of your business expenses written off. But I will say that I did have to make room. I had to make room and I had to declutter. But guess what? That was such a blessing to our family's life. So yeah, you might go, well, I don't really wanna do this in my house. I'm having to give up some of my personal space. That's true. But if you look at your personal space and you say, do I really need this big cabinet with all of these old pictures and this little set of library books? And we hardly ever even go into this room. It's just collecting stuff in it. Could I turn this around and actually make an income by cleaning out this room? Now that's a thought. It also depends on the type of services that you want to provide. I highly recommend that you pay attention to the next episode it's going to talk about services and income, okay? So that's gonna be in the next episode, episode eight, because once we figure out the type of services you want to provide, you're gonna have so much more clarity on what type of space you're going to need. You can also join forces with your local church. You can rent a room, you can have the church members help you. You've got a large amount of community support through your church. I would say that you'll have to consider maybe breaking down each day or every Friday because you know that they're gonna have church services. So that's just some details that you'll have to work out with your church, but I know of many homeschooling businesses that utilize churches, one to two rooms. And that's a fascinating idea. Again, it depends on what type of services, full-time, part-time. You also have to keep into consideration if you are going to have the children full-time, where are they going to play? Where are they going to release their energy? So those are some questions that we have to keep in mind as well. You can also consider a space in a mall. Wow, can you imagine the type of marketing you could have if you had just a little space in a mall or a like a strip mall? Ooh, that's a great, great opportunity. Another building, like really, as you're driving around, if you're saying, 
well, this is the type of service that I want to provide. And I don't really want to have it in my home. Start paying attention to buildings for lease, to little spaces for rent. You do not have to have anything big and fancy. The reason why I'm telling you that if I can do this out of my home, friends, you can do this out of anywhere. And the reason why I'm doing it in my home is because of the type of service that I want to provide, which may be different than the type of service that you want to provide. That's why we have to narrow down the service how you're going to show up and serve families and children so that we can determine the space. Keep in mind that if you do rent, there may be a certain fee that you have to pay rent, but you also are getting tons of publicity. You can have more children, which would then mean that you're going to probably start employing people. What? Yes, it's not that big and scary. I promise. Trust me, you're a teacher. You have people that you can hire and no, they themselves do not have to be certified. More on that later. If you are considering that maybe you could do this out of a home, does it have to be your home? What if it's your parents' home? Maybe there's something in the backyard. Maybe they have a big space where you can build. Get ready for it. What if you could build a little tiny house? Or, like a, or have a portable on the land. I actually had a family reach out to me and say, hey, listen, love your idea. I have a super big backyard. We could get a portable or like a mobile home, put it in my backyard, and you could offer this for more children. I love that idea. I literally love that idea. You might even have children that want to come to your school and their parents are willing to open up a part of their space. You know, if you live in the Midwest, which is where I'm from, my goodness, the amount of land that is in that side of the country or whatever country you live on, if you have any type of space that something can be built on, such as like a little she shed, a little tiny house. Oh my goodness. You are golden. You are golden. And then it doesn't have to be in your house. Are you hearing me? Oh, it does not. And then you do not even have to register yourself as a private school. I'm not a private school. I'm a tutoring business specifically designed for children who are homeschooled. And I have two other options and that is to actually go and rent a home. For an example, if you think about a home, okay, maybe three bedroom home, two bedroom home, I don't know, four bedroom home, and you put in with a couple teachers the rent payment, and you guys each have maybe five, six, seven students, you've pitched in on the overhead together, right? Are you hearing me? You've got a larger space, you're not having to pay for a big building or a commercial type of area, so this might lower your overhead, your rent, you work it out with the landlord, explain your vision, you four teachers, three teachers, whatever the space you need, decide how many students you're gonna have, what your income needs to be, and then you also have the space to let the kids go out and play, and you have a yard, you've got so many options to teach them life skills. Are you hearing me? I am so excited for you. You could also be, if you want to do this on your own, and none of these options sound inspiring to you, then you can also be a traveling homeschool teacher. Yes, you can. You can actually go into the child's home. Yes, you can. Many, many homeschool families would love for a teacher to come 
maybe for two hours, three hours a day and teach their children, especially if they have multiple children, parents are trying to work from home or they have businesses themselves. And then you get to work out all different fun schedules to serve many other families in that capacity. Please remember that all business expenses can be written off. Your overhead, you're gonna have some overhead associated with any of these businesses, the less amount being a traveling tutor, the most being you know renting a place other than someplace that you live in. So really the next tier of the least expensive type of overhead is what I have right now, which is in my home on my property. If your vision is to offer a well-rounded educational experience, it doesn't matter what type of environment you choose, you're going to be able to find a space that fits the service that you want to provide. We are an affordable educational solution to families. We are less expensive than private schools. We are, we are less expensive than private schools. This is an amazing solution for families. We also know that children learn best when they are in small groups receiving hands-on instruction and they are fully engaged. Guess what? You can do that anywhere. Now remember my school, Lighthouse Learning, I do offer full-time homeschool instruction because that's the market that needed me when I first opened my doors. However, I have many families reaching out to me on a constant basis. Can you tutor my child two to three hours, two to three times a week? And as much as I would love to do that, please remember that while it's in my home, I am limited to the amount of students that I can serve. Okay, so that is a drawback to having it in your home, but I do not need any more than eight children. So this fits well with the service that I provide. If I were to open it up to more families who wanted to join, like let's say I wanted to keep my full-time instruction going, but then I also wanted to have some more children come two to three times a week for a couple hours, that's phenomenal. There would be some consulting that you would have to do with parents because you're going to need consistency with lesson plans and materials. However, this is where it can also get really fun and really exciting because you are now opening yourself up to another market, being able to serve families, and now you have impacted more children, impacted more families, and you have increased your income. Yes. I hope that you feel inspired today. I do. I hope that you feel inspired. And you know what? You probably have many more ideas than what I came up with based on the area that you live in. I would love to hear other spaces that you consider great for offering education to children. You know, let me know, where do you live? Come inside the Facebook group, Teacher Let Your Light Shine community, because I'm gonna be asking in there, where are some places that we can brainstorm that can help you be able to start this type of business? Ooh, I am inspired already and I haven't even heard what you have to say. So please make sure that you join us in the community. I have two pages. I've got a Teacher Let Your Light Shine business page. I had to have that set up through Facebook. However, if you go to the Facebook group, we can interact in there more and share ideas at a deeper level. All right, until next time, don't forget next week, we're gonna talk about the services that you can provide and the income impact. Woo, let's do it. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. 
I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.